Welcome back to Did You Play That? Our retro gaming podcast focused on one of our favorite franchises and our other favorite classic games. My name is Eric, and the Dodongo to my old man co-host is Josh. Today's episode, we are discussing the original for the Nintendo Entertainment System, Legend of Zelda. Before we get into it, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram. What is your dog doing over there? <laughs> uh, she oh. likes to uh, bundle up a little, a little wall for herself. Oh, to, there you uh, go. Lay down on. I, I don't really know. I'm not cutting this. We're leaving this in the script. If you've been enjoying all of the things we've been doing so far, uh, again, please subscribe, comment, follow us on Instagram at Did You Play That. Uh, follow us or watch some of our playthroughs on YouTube. Uh, this one will be on there. It is a grand adventure. I cannot wait to talk about this. Before we do, I'm throwing Josh a little bit of a curveball because talking about such an original, iconic game like the legend of zelda josh do you recall one of the first times that i could recall at least times we played video games together Ooh, that is a good question um i believe the first time i believe i'm not positive was it at um scott clark's house oh it might have been playing some mario kart oh that that totally could have happened during like a 2006 track season i was no longer around but maybe you played i think of 2000 well 2004 i don't know anyway. might have been definitely could have been i was thinking of a different time i of 05 but uh around that same timeline uh we were at mayberries yeah that's what would have been my second guess and i uh, i know that the two games that i played most there were one of the mario parties for gamecube yep it had the microphone which was weird to me but it had a microphone okay and uh the other game which is actually probably one of my favorite shooters uh time splitters too Mm, okay. Two uh, grand games, great adventures. Time Splitters Two is a uh, a little underappreciated in my mind, but it's a fun game if you get a chance to play it. Yeah, hopefully we can one day make another one. But I was it. thinking about that, and I was like, man, like we got into this podcast together, kind of on a whim, kind of not knowing what we were getting into. I don't even know how many episodes in we are. Uh, Gonna be close to ten or eleven. We're getting we're getting close to that point, but. But yeah, we have not. I mean, what have we actually played together like three or four times ever? Yeah. Before this podcast? Yeah, we didn't do much before this. And we, we you We're know. Very separate gaming. I, I have to imagine. And again, I, I was thinking of other podcasts that I've listened to and like other, you know, not even like video game podcasts, but just podcasts in general. And I think that is funny because some of them are. Like, people who barely know each other having a podcast and conversation on a topic that they are both passionate about. Yes. And some of them are, like, their best friend that they grew up with, that they're doing this with now. Yes. And you and I, like, knew each other, like, had similar interactions because we did the same... We went to the same school. We went and did the same sports. Yeah. And then went completely separate directions, magically came back together in work actually that's because true. we were working together for quite some time together yeah and then now we're connected through video games video games and still some mutual friends there also oh yeah us together from time to time mostly to play video games yes that's very true as well 
But it, it was one of those things. It's like, man, this this even you the story of the Legend of Zelda and our story of the podcast and our story of just even how we've interacted with each other in our lives. Um, it's it's an adventure. It's one of the things that's great about these things, these games and games in general. But I was thinking, I'm like, man, we gotta we gotta do a little different at the beginning. And your dog helped us with one part, and now we're on to part two of us in this podcast. Yes. And I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie; like we we had our big gaps because of our personal families and everything. But this has been a great adventure so far in podcasts and just playing video games and discussing them and games that were popular then or were not popular then and are just like are they worth kind of bringing back up and looking back at because. They brought us to some amazing adventures in things like the Breath of the Wild, if we talk about Legend, uh, Legend of Zelda specifically, but also other great adventures of like Horizon. Um, what's the Horizon game? Jeez, I just blanked on it. Just called Horizon. Is it? Is it? Isn't the first one? Yeah, I there think are multiple so. of them. Yeah, right. I'm the newest one is going to be made in VR, right? Oh God, I can't do that. I'm going to throw up. I. <laughs> I want it really bad. Yeah, I probably won't get it because super expensive. Oh, agreed. Um, but you know, it's like, also brought us to some very low lows. Yeah, if we're let's, you know, but uh, yeah, I didn't I, realize. I like, um, I, I felt like I guess I didn't necessarily realize this, but I, maybe I was in like a bit of a gaming rut in my life at this point until we started the podcast, yeah. where I pretty much just played a couple games here or there, which we talked about kind of in the original podcast, you know, what are you playing? And I've played NHL for like years now. Um, Cause that's just sort of where what, something I have time for like one or two games, like 15, 20 minute sessions. Yeah. And now this podcast has sort of breathed new life into my gaming uh, experiences. And, and it's been cool to play some, some different games, replay some old games, but also some new games that I've never played before. And um, especially with this one, I would like to talk more about just my experience with Zelda. Yeah. Because Ocarina of Time is my personal favorite game of all time. Um, and for the fact that it is my personal favorite game of all time, I playing this original Zelda made me kind of realize... I actually have not played as many of the others as I probably should have. Oh, okay. Like You're King one of Ocarina those. Ocarina of Time as yep. much as I do. Yeah. Um, like, I've played Ocarina of Time multiple times. Played Majora's Mask once through. I definitely need to go back and play it again. So um, let's go through your... Let's yeah. go... Because that's my, my, my next kind of comment or, like, headline here of what Zelda games have you played? Yes. And it doesn't have to be in any specific order. I'm going to try and mentally go through my order just because yep. I won't other be able to otherwise be able to do it right so definitely the f i won't say the first one i played but the first one that i played all the way through was ocarina of time right. i had played um i'm not the best at remembering the differences between a link to the past and link's awakening and which link first to the past i don't know which one came out first link to the past was on the super nintendo link's awakening was on the game boy Original. Uh, okay, so I played A Link to the Past. I, okay. I've played bits and pieces of it. I never got super far. Okay. Um, but that one was definitely my most played up to Ocarina of Time. I right. then played Ocarina of Time a couple times through before Majora's Mask came out. Played that one kind of once through. 
Um, a little bit of Twilight Princess. Um, and as we sort of referenced in the last podcast, um, disgusting disappointment yeah. of, you know, they made it seem like they were going to make this crazy link, very super high graphics and sort of dark Zelda game. And then they turned it into Wind Waker, which just sort of, <laughs> the hype, know, I'm not saying it's the a hype train game. still need to, you know, but it just wasn't what I was hoping for. So, um, I have now am replaying Link's Awakening okay. on the Switch. Yep. Um, I, those are the ones that I like remember, honestly. Breath so of the I, Wild? Oh yes, okay. that one too. And okay. I, I have not gotten very far in it. It's, oh, okay. it's uh, much different. Yes. Very different, okay. which I don't know. I just need to get more into it, and I'm, I'm hoping that doing this, uh, playing this original Legend of Zelda definitely made me want to play more of them yep um which we'll get into shortly yeah um but i that's re-energized me to to really want to play all of them and see see what it's all about yeah more so than just my experience thus far um so on my end i i had played and still do own the original cartridge for legend of zelda it's this gold cartridge it's one of the coolest things as a kid having you had the gold you had that treasure Absolutely. in your hand um i never got very far as a kid so for me playing through this now and getting a better light and experience of it was was a lot of fun legend of zelda 2 was like the weird stepsister <laughs> and i like parts of it but i struggled with that game and the fighting mechanic in that game especially with certain bosses or certain enemies um though that'll be one that i think at some point we we maybe we tackle that because i i do i it's the weird one i I feel like the weird one doesn't get enough attention and i want to play it and that i'll make the comment towards majora's mask as well uh link to the past is one of my favorites i've played through it numerous times i've played the randomizer with the rom hack and it is still one of those things i can pick it up and walk through it almost mindlessly but still love it to death I've played through Ocarina of Time a couple times. I started Majora's Mask mm-hmm. as a kid, and I tried it again at some point with uh, the cartridge on the 64. Something about it with a time mechanic, I just can't. Okay. I feel like I'm constantly resetting my game, and, constantly, and I'm like, I just couldn't get the same enjoyment out of it as I did Ocarina of Time, at least. I know I need to play through it. I know I need to beat it. Hate on me all you want, but... It just hasn't been the priority for me. Uh, I loved Wind Waker. I did not like it initially because I thought it was too cartoony and too kiddish. Similar to you, but now that I've played it and have gotten the exploration, friggin' love it. Uh, Twilight Princess, I haven't played since it came out. Beat it then and haven't picked it back up. But it was fun. I do enjoy or recall enjoying it. I played maybe 30 minutes of Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm on the wii u and it was clunky and weird and controls i did get it for the switch i just haven't gotten to it yet uh i had played the original Link's awakening on game boy beat it then got it again for the switch beat it again um and i have beaten breath of the wild twice now i know there's some ds ones and there's some game boy advanced versions Mm -hmm. that i have not or even game boy colors like oracle 
season of those ones are in there and I can't think of their names to be honest because I just haven't gotten to them though they are like again they're they're like on my list and that's again where this podcast I think is doing it for you and it's doing for me where like it's opening me up into like nope you got I can't go back and just play the same game yeah I gotta go play something new and start like progressing forcing us to 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 get on some of these games which is nice yeah because we definitely had a again not the same experience but definitely a similar like hey I've played some of this one, some of that one, all of this one, but not, and and reading kind of more into the whole timeline. Yeah, like they are. There's this some... release order is not even close to what the actual chronological order is. Nope. And I kind of read. I was trying to figure out like what people suggest. People do suggest playing it in release order and then figuring the timeline out yeah. separately. Like it doesn't do much. Like Ocarina of Time is actually the first one chronologically or somewhere it's, close it's to the beginning. It's an earlier one and then depending on in it when you actually play it and you beat Ganondorf yeah. you go back to Young Link and continue on into life and then you go into Majora's I think you go directly into Majora's Mask and beyond. Yeah. But there's also the timeline where you don't beat Ganondorf and that leads you to a different timeline and a different set of like possibilities. Which I believe the different timeline is this here, isn't it? From what it I've read? Might be. I don't know. Zelda, to I be believe. perfectly honest, I don't even know where the original falls. I know more about like the Link to the Past Ocarina of Time kind of time area. Mm-hmm. I know that I think Skyward Sword is supposed to be one of the earlier ones as well. Uh, but again, I don't quote me on any of this. I have not gone deep enough into this lore of with this game i i have here from zelda dungeon.net oh i also have it's open, more official because it's dot net right? i also have open zelda <laughs> fandom.com but because uh, zelda does need multiple uh fan sites and i agree so, timeline placement um obviously the direct sequel is zelda 2 like you mentioned earlier um when in 1991, when a link to the past was released, it is a distant prequel to the first two Zelda titles. So okay. already they're going backwards. Yep. Um, then it says the timeline gets a little blurry over the next 20 years with uh, many new games. Um, it was revealed that there were three outcomes branching from the Ocarina of Time. Um, the one that results in Link failing to defeat Ganondorf, yep. which is considered the downfall or decline branch. Uh, the decline timeline followed uh, A Link to the Past, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, Link's Awakening, The Legend of Zelda, and The Adventure of Link, which is Zelda 2. Yeah. So Ocarina of Time seems to be one of those first ones, and then... This one seems to be kind of in the middle of uh, one of those timelines resulting from an Ocarina of Time. So, very uh, clear and succinct. We know where this falls in the timeline now. Time-space continuum. Anyway. I mean, come on, anything could happen out anyway. there, right? Not not important, because let's just, uh, let's shall just, we get into the game? Let's just dive into this one, because there's so much to talk about with this one.
surprisingly for such an old game. This yes. game outdates both of us. This is 1986 this came out. Yes. Right? So I have to say, just starting off again, because like I said, majority, a vast majority of my Zelda experience comes from Ocarina of Time. I loaded this game up, and right off the bat is the Legend of Zelda music. Yep. And I'm thinking, like, when was when did Ocarina of Time come out? Like, 20 years, more than 20 years later? No, I think Ocarina of Time's, like, 96, 20... That's 10 years. 10 years. Wow, good math. Good, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's Friday. Months. Where we are right now, it is Friday. Just so everyone knows, it's Friday. Um, what day is it? Friday. Can we sing this song? So we don't have to do math on Fridays. Um, yeah, I think, anyway, it, was I think crazy it was about 10 years, just right? Hear, yes. To just hear the music and be like, okay, like, what have I been missing out on in my Zelda experience? A by, lot. By, A lot. Yes. Um... And then I scroll over one screen, and there's all these baddies that I recognize. Yep. So I did have to get that out of the way to start with. Yeah. So the game starts off, you create your character, you go in, and you name your person. And we'll talk about that. I, I hope to bring that back up at the end, uh, if we remember. If not, then Zelda. Uh, yes. Um, but what do you name your person? I named them my name. Okay. In this case, I did. I mean, I'm not going to... I, I, I've played Pokemon a few times, and I feel like that's the only game where I consistently call myself and the other character something random, weird, okay. inappropriate, etc. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Assface seems to be the name I use for some reason. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's the name, but that's the name. Maybe 12-year-old self <laughs> can explain it to you sometime, I'm sure. Well, let's be honest. How many times you get to name every single character you catch or every single Pokemon you catch? It's like, well, what are you supposed to call them all? Um, what did you... Did you name yourself something? <laughs> I, I always go with Link. That's its name. Oh, okay. That's name fair. Link. All right. I think I did no go with else Eric. Plays, I, so I don't need to name it me and then give the names for other people. Yeah. Link. We are linked. Um, <laughs> you start off, and uh, I don't. I mean, I'm hoping. You said you've never played this one before, right? No, I have not ever played. What it. did you do immediately from that first intro screen? Go into the cave. Okay, you did. Because <laughs> that's the. Th I think that's my biggest concern for anybody playing nowadays is you can go anywhere. You don't have jack shit. <laughs> yeah, and I read about this. You can actually get all the way to Ganon. Yep. Without ever going into that cave. Yeah, which is crazy. Crazy. I almost want to try it. I don't. No. <laughs> you There's can. other things we you can try. You can try. You do have to come back to this game. Yep. Because as you said, Zelda. Yes. So we'll, I'll try and remember to come back as well. Um, so you, you need to go into the cave. And this is where the infamous line is with the old man of... Do you... Uh, I don't remember this guy's line. I I do have one written down for most of the rest of them, which oh, I God. thought was hilarious. But uh, what does this guy say? I think it's don't go along. Like, take, I can't. Ah. Wow. We totally just shit ourselves right there. I expect a lot of hate for this one thing because I can't even like don't go alone. Take this. Oh, my God. And I don't have it written down because I was like, oh, I, I'll remember it. I know it. And I've seen it and I have it like written down in random places. This is why we're failures as Zelda. This is why we get paid to do this podcast, right? Because yes. that's just exactly where we're at with this. Don't go alone. 
Whatever it is, old man tells you to take a sword. And originally, and I think this would have been interesting, uh, they gave you an option of the sword or the boomerang. Okay. So originally there was an option, and then it turned into you only could take the sword. And so after that, hopefully you did stop there. Uh, Otherwise, you're really good at this game, and you can beat it without getting hit. Or you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Uh, You can go anywhere. Yes. That was wild. Um, I mean, you can go to, like, you can get into the castle where Ganon is from the beginning of the game. Can you go that far? You can I go directly You can go directly to the castle. You can't go through the all the castle because you have to have the Triforce. Okay. But you can get into it, which in my mind is crazy you, you for one of the, the first but. early Nintendo games. First real, like, adventure action adventure because there was like at this point there was those really crappy like computer games where you would type like go west yeah and then it would go west if you could go west pick up box now open door and like that I'll was take offense to you calling those games crappy God, i can't stand them probably because i suck at typing and i hate reading but that i've ever played but i enjoy <laughs> dungeons and dragons and that's oh. like a type of so anyway not hating on D D. Not any hate towards that, because there's a lot of personal like creativity with that. But it's kind of similar to that. Anyway, there is some similar. Can I? Go here's ahead. my first rabbit hole that I went down. Oh God. Um, How many holes do you have? Mention only a couple <laughs> in this. In I, like I didn't have time to yeah. go down too many, but because um, as you said, this is one of the first games of its kind uh, created by Shigeru Miyamoto, legendary. Um, god of Nintendo. Yep. Who was simultaneously making Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda. Yep. Um, and the whole point was Super Mario Brothers was designed to be very linear, and he wanted to make an opposite game with Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Um, he also created the original Donkey Kong, uh, Star Fox, Pikmin had some influence on Pokemon, Metroid Prime. Uh, so this man just just lived maybe the greatest life of any human being to ever exist. Um, so that was my first rabbit hole, and I don't want to go too much further down, but I did have to give shout Miyamoto like, dude, a shout-out. Dude did some amazing things, and again, I think I, I like that at least you brought up the, the fact that he was working on both, because when you think of how big both of those games are back in 1986-87 timeline yes. versus how big both those games are now, those are probably two of the biggest video game franchises. Especially with Zelda creating basically an entire genre yeah. of open world. It was like the first open world game. Yeah. So, I mean, there are so many ways we can go with this one. And I, I didn't want to dictate it. I really left my notes wide open of like just random comments as I played and random comments in certain areas or castles and random things that would happen to me or as I played. I don't even think that I can go castle by castle with this, to be honest. No. Um, real quick, related other rabbit hole. Let me start there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Last one, I promise. But, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, do you know where the name Princess Zelda came from? He, um, I, I do know. I remember it 
but I know that he felt like the name Zelda was just un, uh, smooth and easy and like nice to say to some extent, and he just like thought it sounded well or nice. So he did like the sound of it, but it is actually inspired by someone. And again, this was Miyamoto, which is why I bring this up now before yep. we get any further. The wife of F. Scott Fitzgerald. There it is. Who wrote The Great Gatsby and uh, The Curious Cates of Benjamin Button, among other books. Uh, her name was Zelda Fitzgerald. Yeah. And so that's where the Princess Zelda gets her name. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, it's 2023 now. Yeah. I, I actually, I don't know anybody with the first name of Zelda, to be perfectly honest. But I know yeah. some people who have the middle name of Zelda. And it is a pretty cool name, in my opinion, actually. Um, hopefully you all know that Zelda is not the main character that you play as. If you haven't figured this out by this point, this probably is not the podcast for you. <laughs> not a, I mean, it is a, it's a very it's common at first. rookie misconception yep. for sure. We've all been there, but, uh, again, in 2023, hopefully that's not, uh, this is definitely not the podcast for you if, if we're not there yet. So, uh... <laughs> okay, so yes, lost two um, people. <laughs> I think I agree as far as not going dungeon by dungeon necessarily, um, especially... Let's just start, like, so, again, immediately... The world, you could have, like you said, you could have gone pretty much to any dungeon you wanted to. Immediately, I feel like the first thing I want to talk... Well, you can just explore. Yes. Like, you the, don't start the off with a lot. they call it. Yes, you don't start off with a lot, um... I did end up killing some bad guys early and getting some bombs, which, you know, it's a droppable item. It sucks that you can only hold eight um, because I was trying to bomb everything and then I was running out of bombs. Uh, Now, again, um, so you mentioned, I think you originally played this game and didn't get very far. And I can see why. (laughs) There's no, there's nothing in Ocarina of Time, for example, you see a little crack in the wall and you're like, oh. I bomb that crack in the wall and it will open up. You also have this annoying little fairy going, hey, listen! Yes, your navigation system. And she tells you what to do when you see random things like that because you can target it. Here you don't have have any feedback from this game right here where it's literally, you can bomb anywhere. Anywhere, Maybe you will find the right place to open up a cave to the uh, merchants or the castles, dungeons, whatever. Um... I liked a lot of the merchants. I thought they were hilarious that you just walk into this cave and they're all, buy something, something. will ya? <laughs> this is really it expensive. <laughs> it got me. Uh, um, oh, God. We'll talk about some of the other people in a little while, I yeah. think. Right, but I, the exploration was fun. Like, you go from each area, there's sometimes the same group of bad guys or new bad guys that you haven't found. Um, I like that they started mixing some of them together. And though there wasn't really a guide as to what you did back in the day, and again, somewhat with – so if you actually – I know you didn't, but if you looked at the manual, it gave you like the original screen and then it gave you like a small map. It didn't give you everything. Okay. But it gave you an idea of where the first castle was and where the second castle was. Mm. Not how to get to the second one, but right. how to get to the first one at least. Would have been helpful. So again, like it gave you some things to work with to begin with. But this was one of those games, and you probably didn't do this, and I, I know I did this with this and the original Metroid growing up. You started drawing out maps and creating your own, like, grid system, and you'd talk to your friends or you'd, you know, go home and play and, like, search and explore, bomb more areas, 
light more bushes on fire because that was the funnest part in my mind was just fire. burning everything once yeah. I had that red candle. Lighting things on fire. Um, and making your map of where things were that you needed or wanted. Yes, and back in the day when you were had all the time in the world to play video games, I definitely would have liked to have spent more time doing that. But uh, uh, yeah, I just had to look up the nowadays. Map yeah, nowadays people don't want to do that. There was really no guidance. Um, one of the early items that you need for exploration was the candle, and the blue candle is so frustrating to have in exploration because you can walk onto a screen use it once and then that's it and i had no idea i was thinking link to the past where you had like a magic meter and yep. i was like i just can't find where my magic meter is <laughs> i walked into <laughs> that a, makes sense. a um a merchant with the Red potion and, and the, the blue, blue potion. potion. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. Health potion, magic potion. I never once no. knew what the blue potion was. I never bought it. And I think back in the day, I don't even think I, if I knew how to use the potion, I was just so bad at it. Yes. Do you know what it is now? I doubt that it's another full yes. load of health. Because <laughs> so I used it. The blue potion you can use once yep. to refill your health, the red potion you can refill your health. Twice. Well, you use the That's red the potion, difference. it turns into the blue one, and then you use the blue one, and uh, then it disappears okay. from so your... So you never even bothered buying the blue one? Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't so, either. Again. So, yeah, the point of the blue flame was you could use it once, then you just had to leave the screen and come, come back, back, and you could use it again. So... I had no idea. Not knowing... I'm not getting far enough into the game where you get the, the upgrade to that, the red candle, which yes. lets you just, like, rapid-fire burn everything. Yes. Um, including yourself. Including yourself a lot. Uh... That made it so much easier with exploration. So once I had that, even though I didn't really need it much, I was like, a, like, why did they make this such a late game item? Yes. Um, and I think that plays a role in what they did in the future with items and weapons. But it was one of those things of when I got it, I was like, now I really want to go and explore. Yeah, I um... <laughs> and I couldn't go anywhere and explore because I'd already done a lot. Yeah. So, I yes, when I got the blue flame... I used it once, and then I sat there and tried to use it again, and I couldn't. And then I thought it was magic, and I couldn't figure out how to refill my magic. So I actually just literally didn't use it again until I got the red flame. I just yeah. didn't use it again yeah. until I like figured out. I, I think I read it while I was, I was like, all right, I'm far enough into the game. Like, Let me see what I'm not doing. And yeah. I was like, oh, you just use it once, and then you got to leave the... So that was a helpful tip uh, very late in the game. Yeah. I think, and again, in the exploration, like, the game and the map has its different areas. Like, you have, like, the Death Mountain area where the rocks yes. are falling down at you. You have the zombie ghost graveyard right, area. Graveyard, you have yeah. the water area where you're constantly by the coast of the water. You have your more wooded area where there's, like, trees the and woods. bushes and everything. You have the Lost Woods. There's even a section in the mountains that's similar where you have to go a certain direction yeah. or a certain pattern. Which, again... Thinking way back when to what that meant, that's crazy to mind. Yeah, it is wild um, that that stuff comes back around again in later Zelda games. Like, they have those Those areas. are in almost those every Zelda game. Yeah. And so I just think that some of those things are clear and descript for such an early game yeah. that was as big as it was. Um, and just your ability to move. I mean, like, you could... You could go anywhere. 
which really felt sometimes like you went nowhere. Yeah. But like you could figure out get to... and go pretty much anywhere you want. Could explore without really progressing anything. Yes. And that was one of the things that for me, even now, um, that still felt pretty good. Like it what didn't feel like as adventurous as the Breath of the Wild, but you saw what they wanted. And as a kid growing up playing this, not that I appreciated it that much then. I appreciated it now mm-hmm. for myself back then. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I had so much fun doing that. I had a lot of fun in the underworld, in the castles. I, again, knowing that each area was a little bit different, commented about how hilarious some of the castles are because one of the castles is just like a, a tree trunk. Yes. <laughs> you yes. just walk into a tree trunk yep. and like, that's the castle. And you're like, okay. Um, I think it was Castle 7 or Castle 8 where you burn a bush and it's just, there's a castle under yeah, here. It's like a stairwell. <laughs> you just walk down the stairs. And you just go down there. And so I really thought it was funny that like each, some of the castles looked like castles. Some yes. of them looked like, I don't even know. Some like it was just like, what is this? with a mountain. Yeah. And then some of them were just stairwells. You just walk down the stairs and like, oh, here I am. I was also, um, some of them had secret in air quotes, entrances. Did you find any of those? The castles had secret yeah, entrances? Yeah, so like... I um, didn't know this. So one of the castles, I don't remember which one, maybe five or six or something, was the castle where it had the the statues that if you walk close enough to them, they animate. Yep. I forget, I don't know what they're called. I don't know the name. Oh, uh, that's somewhere in the manual. We can... Um, if you moved the top left one, a stairwell appeared underneath it. Oh. And you could walk down the stairs and enter... Through the same exact entrance as you would if you just walked in the entrance of the... So there's no point to it. Weird. I think. I don't, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I missed something. Um, but yeah, there was no point in my estimation as to the secret <laughs> entrance. But they were there right next to the original entrance for some of the dungeons. I don't know why they would do that. I mean, they, that's not a bad idea. I mean, even thinking into not that far off, but Super Mario World, when you think of bowser's castles there's the secret engine mm-hmm. entrance and so i i mean maybe they were already starting to explore that idea and just couldn't pull it off or like didn't make any difference i don't know it also could relate to again what we'll what i think what we'll come back to once you beat the game yeah potentially i'm just not sure that was one of my other comments later as well yes. so i don't know i i feel like dungeons or castles were well put it together like they had enough of exploration slash getting lost especially in the later ones i started i I really needed the maps come like five six seven eight um definitely ganon's castle um the map as far as uh like you had to find it in the done the map or uh, i needed uh that and sometimes i needed more Uh, yeah so like ganon's castle i had a walkthrough for it because i had no idea what the hell to do. I looked up a walkthrough for Ganon's castle only after I actually accidentally found Ganon sooner than I wanted to because I, I wanted to explore everything in yeah. this game. Uh, so I fair. found Ganon by I... accident when I was only like halfway through and I, I backed out. Even with my like map slash guide, I had gone and found things 
and got that far before I wanted to as well. And then was like, well, uh, I kind of went back. And even one of the bosses, silver arrow, one, the red flame, I think, or the the red ring. Yeah. The red ring. Yes. Uh, I think it was the seventh or eighth castle. I had actually beaten the boss and was like, wait, I never even got the item. Yes. So it was like, I need to go back and explore, which I don't hate that, that you can do that, but it made it, feel sometimes like whatever was in there wasn't a necessity yes and again uh knowing finding out that you can get all the way to ganon without a sword yeah uh pros and cons yep yep um, for sure for me a lot of cons but (laughs) was that um do you remember what item that was was it the book for what The, the just the one that you happen to go back and find late near the end when do you get the book it's near the end right i don't I feel like it might have been, um, I'm trying to remember which items are in which thing. But anyway, um, the book, I don't know what they call it. Is it a magic book of magic? Um, anyway, another real quick rabbit hole I went down. Uh, (laughs) it's actually in the Japanese version. It's the Bible. Yeah. There are some (laughs) religious connections in these. And I know that. Nintendo of America, when they had this come over, was like, no, we yes. don't we do not do this religious thing with mm-hmm. video games and really shut that down. Especially when what it did as a Bible was give you the power with your magic wand to fire off uh, whatever sonic boom and then create fire. So it was like you were using the Bible to do magic. And I just can't imagine that going over very wow. well. I, I cannot imagine that going over very well at all. But I thought it was hilarious. Bringing up that one, though, that was, once I got it, one of my more favorite to use weapons. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so each castle kind of has your little bit of exploration uh maps were definitely needed later i think the early ones you could kind of just get through really not without much it took me a while to even figure out that when you paused and looked at your map in the castles before you actually picked up the map in that castle Mm -hmm. that your map was kind of being put together i did like that piece of it for sure and i think that i just didn't like that it wouldn't show you like doors for some of the rooms so if you Mm -hmm. went to like if you walked in the first room and you could go left, up, and right. If you went right, and then you looked at that room that you had just been in, it just showed the passage to the right. Yeah. So I, I wanted like some type of marking so that I, I could have known that. But, I mean, again, I don't know how complicated these things were or even if that was that big of a deal back then. Right. Again, knowing I made my own like grids and maps probably wouldn't have given a crap back then. Knowing that I didn't want to do that now. And that my artistic ability would have made it look atrocious. I was like, oh, I wish it would just do this. Yes. Um, yeah, I like the progression of dungeons as well. Um, they they got a little. You needed a little bit. They definitely got more it more complicated and difficult for the most part. Like yeah. one or two maybe took a step back from the previous. But um, yeah. Also, again, since we have done Star Tropics already, um, it was pretty clear uh, the connection yeah, that they the, the they were trying to follow that. copying yeah. uh of a lot of the aspects of the dungeons um from zelda into star tropics it was pretty hilarious um that's one of the things i love about star tropics yeah, I mean, like did you take a game that i already know i like yes. and love and take it a little bit differently that's like fine yeah I, I will play zelda in any format yeah so um i just thought it was funny yeah 
Um, man, so as you're exploring, you get some items. I think it's amazing that this early in gaming history, you get upgrades for not only your swords, not only your defense, but for how many bombs you can carry. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked that, I, and again, early in this game, I was pissed that I was like, dude, I can only hold eight bombs. Like, what the, I'm using six on one screen. What the hell am I supposed to do? And again, without knowing where, like, you might have no. had to use all eight bombs in one screen just to get the opening to the merchant cave. Yep. Because there's no clue at all. Nothing. No hint as to where it is. Uh, but I was so grateful when they got the, the upgrade for 12 and even another upgrade later for 16. Mm, I don't um, think it was a 12. I knew of the... I think it's the white sword. I don't know what it's called technically in this game, but like the first upgraded sword. And when I got later in the game and found out there was another one, I was like, holy smokes, like this is this is impressive. Yeah. Because again, just thinking about the detail and thought of having those things, the detail and thought of having a defensive upgrade. Um a shield upgrade, a, a shield upgrade, upgrade yeah. yeah. It those, and not that the, the original shield doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's just there. I don't think it blocks anything. It blocks the, uh, what are those? Octorot things yeah. or whatever is those. Yeah, the one, the, like, original bad guy you see in, like, five screens. Yeah. Uh, That's about it. That is about it. The upgraded it. shield, which I, again, I, I kind of read through a walkthrough after I was sort of done with the game, just to be out of interest more than anything else um you can actually you can just get the magic shield again because you can explore and go any direction you could just get the upgraded shield pretty much before you do anything else yeah which would have been helpful for sure um because it blocks a lot more stuff yep um but no i didn't do that so yeah and i think i think technically speaking one of the bad guys in the game can steal your magic shield um, I, I assume it is the, uh, weird tube the thing. jelly thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I'm going to pull up, I don't want to pull their name. Uh, Taught you that. You know, it sucks you in and then it spits you out and it's taken one of your things. Um, so yes, I did read that that is the case. I also, I came across plenty of the merchants that were selling. A couple of the merchants sell that upgraded shield. They do. It doesn't look different enough to me. I assumed... If you lost your original shield, you would go and buy it back from this guy. So I came across it enough that I didn't even buy it because I didn't realize it. I didn't recognize it as a bigger shield or an upgrade. So those uh, jelly-like things are called like-like. <laughs> Literally spelt like-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes, a tube-like monster that has a soft spot for magic shields. He eats them up. So. Nice. I, again, those types of things this early in gaming are just so impressive. This is one of the first games that like really brings multiple screens, multiple like an overworld, multiple parts to it's an underworld. Overworld. It is so crazy in my mind that this this existed and happened as smoothly as it did. It wasn't like it was clunky and awkward. You move and go where you want to go. You turn and adapt quickly and attack mm-hmm. quickly. Like mm-hmm. you have numerous items that can attack full screen or partial screen or can go at a diagonal and it's just yeah throwing the boomerang at a diagonal for the first time i was like that's pretty sweet yeah right yeah (laughs) it's so cool 
Oh, God, I didn't. Oh. I just have so much appreciation for where this game was at that time and what it's now grown into as well. And it's just that 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 ability to go and do all these things. I don't even like I there's points in this conversation where I've literally stopped being able to know where I want to go mm-hmm. because there's so many places that we still could go. Absolutely. And I still have so many notes and just trying to figure out which which one to <laughs> right. bring up next. <laughs> um, um Yeah, I guess more of the overworld just immediately again because and this is this makes sense because of the way they've set up the lore of the timeline system of this game the bad guys are just like the same like you got the striders nope um they were difficult to track in this game because there's no height there's just like a it's a 2d game yeah um but they're just like they're chilling up in the mountains and then they'll just jump down and you can't really tell where they're gonna land so um a little bit annoying and, and frustrating, but you know that's part of the game. But again, you it, deal with if you had bad. arrows at that point, you could uh, keep your distance. Or if you had boomerang, you could, you could yeah. stun them and then keep boomerang them until you were close enough to hit them. Magic ball um, was a game changer. Once you sure. had something like that, you could hit them from afar, regardless, and kill them. Like, and that's one of the things. It's like you really got the ability to kind of pick and choose how you wanted to handle even basic enemies, and. Though I know there were definitely some bad guys that were, in my mind, obnoxious and frustrating and f- fucking impossible. Um, flying. Again, I like I can picture them all as awkward. It was cool. My mind was upgrading the graphics while I was playing the game because I was like, oh, yeah, those blue Strider guys with the yellow legs that jump around yep. and they slide on the water and the fucking... Those things are called... So those things, the blue Strider things, they're sp- spidery quote things. Uh, it's called a tech type. Okay, yeah. How? What are the things? Again, I, I have a better description of them in Ocarina of Time, but they're like the giant, fat, round plants that pop up out of the ground. They're and called turn into helicopters. Those are pea hats. Yeah. Okay. And those things suck because they're quote flying. You can't, you hit, can't them. hit them. Well, they can I don't hit think you. with anything because I I didn't really try with arrows or with the magic wand. At that point, I just got to a point where I said, I'm just avoiding you. Yes. Which was annoying on certain screens where there's like six of them. Yeah. And you went through that one screen numerous times because it was like in a main location. Yeah. And there was a, it was like right in the middle of the map yep. and there was a river. So you didn't really have much, you couldn't even use half of the screen. Yeah. So you were really cornered there, uh, unfortunately. Um, again, knowing that it, it makes these reconnects, you had Moblins and Goblins, you had Armos, which was the statue when you got yes. close to. Um, and those are um, both, at least, I'm sure they show up in other games too, but um, what is the, oh, I can't remember my Zelda game names. I don't know which one you're thinking of, to be honest. Uh, the most recent one. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, the Breath of the Wild characters, yep. Moblins and... and uh, what I, originally, when I, I feel like growing up, I, I, I saw it as more of a like half horse half man in the game slash i don't even know what this centaur but the the lino yeah is one that's also in the breath of the wild yeah i think i can those were the blue they were blue and orange ones that like shot swords swords at you from afar yeah uh there was those basic blob guys which would split into two those were zoles and gels i don't know if those come back into play ever Mm. um 
I greatly appreciated your Star Tropics comment earlier because the snakes, the snakes yeah. were called, they're called rope. I don't know why they're called rope. That's, that's a pretty dumb name. But I like that they do the same idea where they like see you and they dash at yeah, you. Yeah, they dash. Yep. Um, the bats are called keys. I didn't yes, know that. I do know that from um, the Ocarina of Time when it's nighttime, the yeah. keys come out. That's, uh, yeah, I should have known that, I guess, because I, I knew that. Uh, the skeletons are staffos. Which, Which also I think come out with the the darkness in in Breath of the Wild and Ocarina yeah. of Time, and probably, uh, again probably others, but so many others. And that's the thing is like I, you're making those connections. I'm thinking Link's Awakening and uh, Link to the Past, and like thinking of the even like that shorter yes. upgrade, but like it's still there. It's crazy that they're able to make so many games in this same setting, same timeline situation. You had the Wall Monster, which. I didn't have any issues with here. That's the hand that would come out of the wall. Oh yeah, no, those and a are lot of other ones that just fall game. from the ceiling and like pick you up. And I was so grateful that that was not one of my complicated bad guys. No, I only saw them a couple times and they were pretty. They weren't as prominent as no. like I think in Link to the Past they eventually show up in like half of the dungeons mm-hmm. in the Dark World. Okay. Um, the guy that throws the boomerang is called a gorilla. Not one that I, I recognized, uh, nor do I recognize the image of, like, what they drew in here. The wizards that shot... Fuck the wizards. God, the, the, I think we need to talk about these guys. Yes. Uh, we, there was the orange and blue wizro. Yeah. And the orange ones weren't bad. They would kind of pop up, shoot at you, disappear. Yeah. And again, there was a Star Tropics version of that. Which, in that game, instead of attacking them with your yo-yo, you, like, deflected that item back at them. Yes. Which I wanted to do in this game because i've spent more time playing star tropics than i have the original legend of zelda and again for most of the time we fought these i don't think either one of us had the shield i had a shield but i think my issue was more so with the second mm-hmm. the blue version the blue one because i don't know they took more hits they took a lot of hits a lot more hits and they didn't disappear they were on the screen the they whole time. They don't disappear, but they, like... They can teleport. Teleport. And I feel like they were one of the few enemies, other than the keys, or those small, like, type enemies, that moved diagonally. Yes. Which really... And through walls. Through walls, through bricks, diagonally, like, really changed your ability to attack, defend, and anticipate. And they were rapid fire if they were... If they lined you up... Yes. You were done. And I can't tell you how many times I devastating one would line me up, one would line me up, boom, 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 pew, 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 like whatever that I can't even do that sound effect lights me up, and then I'd finally get like bounced around and out of that attack pattern to then get lined up by another one. Yep, and a lot of those rooms were also the just fuzz balls that hit you. And oh, you those things! Attack. Those things are called. I think they're called bubbles. Bubble, that's their name. <laughs> yeah. They didn't do any damage, but when they hit you, you couldn't attack for a while. So, so you just had to run around away from these blue guys trying not to get hit while not being able to hit them Because nothing else hurt them. I don't think arrows hurt them. Nope. I don't think the the wand didn't nope. hurt them. Like, I was, like, constantly, like, trying nope. things. I didn't. I think I don't, bomb. You could bomb okay. them. I don't think I bothered because I was terrified of them. Yeah. And I was like, I need to stay away from you. In the in I eventually in the rooms where there are like three or four of them, I was like, all right, I'm just dropping bombs yep. and we're gonna get out of here. Yep. But uh, 
yeah. I got to rooms that. like that where if I knew I could, if I didn't need to do anything, I just left. Yeah. I would go, like, I'd, I'd be like, all right, get, I'm going to the right. Screw this. Yeah, or with the bubble, I learned that the bubble and the orange guys were not as strong. The, the orange yeah. guy wasn't as strong. Yeah. And the bubbles don't hurt you. So no. I learned to and they do get you, hit by those yeah, instead of invincible for a brief yeah. moment. And so that's that was my strategy is to off. get hit by a different character in hope that I could survive long <laughs> enough. Hope. Hope is a key word there. Yeah, but fuck the uh, Lula's robes for those, sure. Um, and I don't get it. Why? I think my biggest thing was why is it like all of a sudden, like, and yeah, I don't know about you, I had a controller for the NES. And I think that's another question I have for you at some point is what do you call that system? Because it's gone through this like lapse of time now where for me growing up, it was the NES or the NES. Yeah. And at one point it was the original Nintendo. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of going back and now we're back at like this just is it NES or NES or whatever you want to call it. But at one point, I I had a controller that was not the original. It was black and it had turbo buttons. Did you ever have any controllers with that? Um, not. I think the only time I remember turbo was Genesis controllers. Okay. And I never really figured out how to use the turbo. So feature. mine had like switches where it was automatic, off, and then like hold. And what that meant was if it was on automatic, no matter what, the B or the A button would just keep mashing that purposely. If you're, if you just press it, no. If it, if it would just do it. Period. Okay. Hold meant if you were holding that button, it would rapid fire that button. Okay. And I felt like they had that ability. They had like a turbo button to them because I can't tell you again. And I don't mind like quick attacks, mm -hmm. but I feel like I was like hit by their their attack. There was a screen or a block of nothing, and the next one was already yeah, right they behind were very it. Very rapid fire, and they again, the first time you run into them, I have no upgraded armor at this. Oh, point. you were fucked. You so, took two hits. <laughs> yeah, you're taking three hearts worth of damage with each. So boom, 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 dead. That's it. It's over. It was so, uh, and even late in the game. I struggled with them immensely. Yeah. And again, I, if I could, I purposely tried to leave. I think that they were the most difficult bad guy. Absolutely. Uh, God, I hated those things. Uh, there was the Dark Knight, which was like the knight that walked around. There was an orange one and a blue one. The those were orange one you had to annoying, hit. Annoying. Yeah. But... You hit him in the side or you hit him in the back. Yeah. The orange one moved a little bit slower than the blue one, but wasn't that bad. No, there's only one time. And I believe I made a note of it, so I'm, I'm going to try and find it. Um, there was only one time when the blue ones really, really, like... There was a, a, a couple areas where there was, like, five or six of them. And that was, like... It, what was difficult was I feel like both times there was that, like, diamond shape with the staircase in the middle. And you couldn't push the brick and go down the stairs until you had killed all of them. There was one where I think, I want to say there was like eight of them. Oh, and it wasn't like that. There was a staircase, but it was one of the staircases on the right side of the room. Yeah. And so you could just skip them and go down the staircase. But like I walked into the room and saw eight of them and it was just noped the fuck out. Yep. So like I didn't even remember. I didn't even picture the room in my head to be like, oh, I don't have to kill any of them. And I 
forget what was down there, but it wasn't. It was a good item. I don't know if it was. I don't remember which item it was, but I ended up killing the boss, leaving the dungeon, completely forgetting that the room even existed, yep. and then later on, reading through the walkthrough and being like, "Shit, I need to go back and get whatever that was. Yeah. Like, I I shouldn't have left that there." <laughs> that was the only time that the blue guys really like fucked me up. And other than that, they were manageable. And again, yes. like you kind of had to track the ones you had already started beating up a little bit or yes. hitting a few times it's that way you could kind of chip at least one or two away and then kind of attempt the rest of them uh we talked about the like like there was a mummy called gibdo uh which really wasn't that bad no uh the little flame worm thing was called moldrum moldorm what's uh, that one look like he was like a bunch of flame balls connected. Oh, yeah. But it was supposed to be like a, a worm. He yeah. wasn't anything difficult. Especially when you had full health. And yeah. You could just projectile here. Um, the Patra was only showed up late, which was honestly, it looked like a bug with like flying eyes around it. And it would like, it was only in, I think, the last two castles or even maybe just Gain's castle. Um, and originally I was just trying to attack the center thing, yeah. center eye or bug or whatever it is. I didn't realize I had to attack its like outer shield and take care of all those things first, but wasn't too difficult. I thought the one that turned into like one of them, most of them just did circles, and one of them was so far to the side that when it did that expanded circle, yeah, the attack showed up on the opposite side of the screen, and so I felt like I was being like surprise attacked, mm, but okay. Most of them weren't too, too bad. Yeah, no, I didn't have any troubles with them. I could figure out their radius and just sort of stand there and yeah. cut down poke the shield. Them, poke them away and yeah. deal with them. I just thought they were bees. Yeah, I didn't know what they were, to be honest, either. Um, and other than that, I mean, you see some of the bosses you fight later as, like, kind of mini-bosses or, you know, guys that show up, but... <laughs> They're actually harder in most cases as mini bosses than they are as bosses. That's uh, true. I think wanna... the only one that I I didn't think was as bad, and I feel like it's more so because your upgrades are so low and your health, your amount of hearts was so low, was the first boss, the dragon guy. Yeah, which is named Aquamentus. Interesting. And he's like this fire shooting dragon. He's the unicorn dragon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. And again, I, I don't think he's that hard. I just think it's really difficult if you don't have full health to or the magic shield. Do any damage? I don't even. I didn't even know what the magic shield was at that point. So. Right. I had no idea. Just he um, just takes like a spread shot of three fireballs at you, and you can't block it with your normal shield. So. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the bosses real quick? Since we're talking about enemies anyway. Yeah, let's talk about them. Um, the main thing to me on a majority of the bosses, other than, I think, mostly the, the dragons, um, a lot of them ended up being, like, one hit. It was, like, very anticlimactic to the dungeon. The dungeon is much harder than the boss. Yes. Um, Dodongo, I think you bomb him three times, and he was dead. And not even, I, like, a struggle to, like, get him to eat the bomb. Depends on how... So, I actually... So you can have him swallow three bombs. Or with Dodongo, if the bomb explodes close enough to his face, yep. he gets confused by the smoke, and I just hit him with my sword. So I uh, bombed him once, hit him with my sword twice, and yeah. he died. Yeah, I think I hit him once with the smoke and like yeah. just confused him and didn't know what was going on. It was just like, oh, I think I'm hurting him. 
Um, Manhandle was the one that had like four, like what looked like kind of piranha plants to me. It was a little tough because every time you took one out, it moved faster. So you can kill it with a bomb. With a bomb, you one can bomb. hit all three of all four of them. Yes, and kill it. Which and I didn't. It. I didn't do that. But. And I, I got it with one. I I taken two of the heads out with my like laser sword. And then at that point was getting hit a little bit, but like just kept rapidly hitting A in the direction of it. And it killed itself because it just comes at you. Definitely. Um, Aquamentus was that first one. He really wasn't that bad. Dig Dogger was supposed to be some big sea urchin. But again, I... Okay, I see that now. I, I... is he the, which one did we have to use the the flute the, that was the flute yeah one? so you he was a big sea urchin yeah so you couldn't hit him and then once you when you played the, the flute, flute he shrunk down to just this tiny little ball and then you could hit it and he was not hard at all either no because you also at that point most likely had the boomerang so if you shrunk him and hit him with the boomerang he stayed still and then you could just oh my god kill i didn't him. know that but yeah that's that sounds even more pathetic um what was more <laughs> the hardest part of that was that on the four corners had the statues that shot the fireballs that at was you. the most difficult part yeah sadly um there was goma which was the eye crab thing yeah so yeah, spider, crab, whatever it is. Um, but I do have to discuss Goma um, because, so, again, first boss? I'm pretty sure Goma is what basically is the fungus inside the Great Deku Tree that kills the Great Deku Tree in Ocarina of Time. Goma's the first boss, if I remember correctly. Don't remember who the first boss is. Um I don't remember many of those bosses, to be honest. And you had to slingshot Goma in the eye to knock it off the ceiling so that you could then beat the shit out of it with your sword. (laughs) I like that you needed to animate beating the shit out of it. So, you know, I get very intoxicated of time. Um, Goma (laughs) in this game only can be hit with an arrow in the eye when his eyes open. Now, you get the bow in the first dungeon. But you don't have arrows. You get no arrows. Nope. And I, I get the bow and I'm like, all right, like, I come across arrows in the merchants, you know, buy something, will ya? But I'm like, I'm, I don't usually buy things in games because I'm like, I'll find it. Like, I'll kill she something passed. along the way. I'll find it. <laughs> like, I want to save my rupees for something big. Like, I don't know what's coming. Nothing drops arrows. Nope. You literally never get arrows unless you buy them and... You have, once you buy them, you buy them once, right? And then you just have as you many arrows them. as root. Like, you you use you spend a rupee each time you shoot an arrow. Correct. So, I think we, we should talk about drops in a little bit, but and we'll talk about the, the rubies a little bit as well, but, yeah. Uh, so, I got through the whole dungeon, got two Goma, impossible to kill Goma, couldn't do it. Can't. It even says in the manual... Attack its weak point with a special weapon. So, I don't have the manual, so I don't know this. So, <laughs> I have to die, and then I have to leave the dungeon and go find arrows, and then do the whole dungeon again. Yep. That was the hardest part of Goma, because it takes one fucking arrow to the eye, yeah, and it's dead. Yeah, one. one. And, and literally, when you walk in the room, if you just shoot an arrow, it walks into it and dies. I'm not gonna lie, and so I, I didn't know it was that quick of a battle, but I again i think the anticlimactic comment before is the best that you can state with a lot of these and that was one of them where 
I don't think I walked more than like three squares, shot him in the eye and was like, yeah, that's it. That was, yeah, that was disappointing. Um, after that, there's a Gliok, which is the dragon that has multiple heads. Yes, that was a tough one. And those got tough because once one was off, you couldn't damage it. Yeah, and, and it you would it would, it would keep fireballs shooting at fireballs at you. And um, also, if I believe one of there was one dungeon, or there were a couple dungeons where there was a mini boss very close to the final boss. You had to basically beat two bosses at once. Yeah, and that was definitely tougher. Yeah, so he, I think, early in the game, it just has two heads, but eventually ends up with three or four. And when you've got two or three heads flying around, like it's it's a lot to. Attack, get in carefully, attack, and then get out without like getting hurt. And I think the only thing you could hurt it with was, was the sword. Yeah, I got to the point in that one where I had my red potion. Yep. So I chugged my potion, walked into the room, threw as much of the power sword lasers yep. as you could at it. And then once it hit me, I just went in there and I just... Jab, 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 yeah. jab, jab, drink the rest of my red potion, jab, 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 and just hope that I kill him before he kills me, and there was no real strategy to it. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think that's one where, as long as you had the health, that was honestly the best strategy, was just get in there, attack it as quickly as, and as much as possible, and then get out. Um, that is, like, the, I mean, not that I'm counting the quote-unquote traps that, like, slide at you or the stone statues that shoot at you. That was that was pretty much about it for the bad guys. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk about Ganon, the boss of the game, or do we want to save him for later? Nah, we'll save him for later. All right, we'll save him for later. So, let's go back to uh, the rubies and drops. Yes. So, you are allowed to hold at most, and I don't believe there is an upgrade for this, 255 rubies. Yes. Why? I don't know. I remember that being a thing in some of the other games, though, I feel like. I know in other games you, you get limits and then you get upgrades. That's, like Link to the Past has it. Um, I know Ocarina of Time has it. I know that Breath of the Wild has it. Wind Waker has some type of that, you know, piece. So do you want to guess who has the answer? I don't know. Wikipedia? Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. Reddit oh, has the you. answer. Today I learned that the reason Link could only carry 255 rubies max in the original Legend of Zelda was because 255 is the largest number that can be stored and expressed in the 8-bit format. Really? Yes. Interesting. Which makes sense now that I'm seeing it. I knew 256 was a key number. I didn't know that. But yeah, that, that's All right. It. Well, I learned something new today. I will have to post the exact same thing on Reddit. Look. <laughs> today, I learned that somebody else learned. <laughs> um, I know that you thought there was a magic meter, and having played this and knowing that even in uh, the second Link, uh, The Adventures of Link, Zelda 2, or however you want to phrase that title. Spoilers, man. Um. There is a magic meter in that ah, one. I know. So there is, this is probably one of the few, if not the only, that doesn't really have a magic meter. Okay. And I don't think this is a bad way of using it because unlike you, I spent my rubies when I had them and I didn't mind uh, when I did, the few times I did use the bow, just unleashing 
mashing that B button. So I, I think the only time I, at one point I needed, I had just bought like the meat trap item that you have to give to one of the bad guys to let you pass one of the goblins. Yes. And I also knew that I could buy something else in that same uh, spot that I wanted or needed. I forgot what else was in that merchant spot, but that was about the only time I didn't have enough rubies other than real early in the game. I don't you don't really buy a lot no. unless you use things a lot. Right. So I I had those. I did just hear that even now to this day, and again, it's probably not like this day exactly, but uh in the last year or so they just realized that with drops in this game, if you did specific things, then you would get specific things back. So if you killed eight guys in a row without getting hit, that eighth character was going to give you something specific. So he, if you killed him with a sword, you just got like a, a five ruby. If you killed him with a bomb, he dropped more bombs. If you killed him with this thing, he dropped arrows. So like you, you not didn't drop arrows, but like you could kind of manipulate what you got. Okay. If you killed, I think it was 16 enemies without getting hit, you got a fairy. Um, so it, it kind of, even now is getting those things. There was random dropping, yes, yes, but yes. there was controlled dropping. So cool. people who are into the speed running of this game, uh, one, good for you, but two are learning these little shortcuts of like, if I can get this far, I know I'll get this health back and blah, blah. So now I found it very interesting. Speaking of fairies, they did not work the same as fairies that I know nope. and love. Nope. Um, I don't know how much. I think it was four. Was it five? Was it a percentage of heart? They did not give you full health. And they I was like, give what you, kind of they give you like four hearts. Yeah. It's not a lot to be and honest. And I couldn't grab it in my jar, my empty nope. potion bottle. Like, nope. that right. was weird to have a potion that did you, heals you more than a fairy. Right. So there's the normal fairies that you could find from killing a bad guy. Did you ever find the like fairy, quote unquote, like I'll, I'll call it the fountain? Oh, was there just one? I think there's there's two, two. I think. Yes. I did come across one, at least, of the two once. Yeah. I mean, and I, again, it's like... not really... I didn't think I... In the overworld, no. I didn't have many struggles. Yeah. It was more in the castles and in some of the... Um, but, again, a nice... I remember as a kid, Death Mountain and those rocks, those things used to just... I feel like those things had, like, homing devices on me as a kid because I could not get through those areas. Interesting. I got hit by one rock the entire game. Now, I remember. this playthrough, I don't yeah. think I got hit by one. But I remember as a kid, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, and I like, couldn't I escape. Could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Um, yeah, a definitely useless fairy fountains. But, again, just a cool mechanic to see knowing what it becomes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things that like you see the original idea and then you even when you get to like the super nintendo or the n64 or the gamecube or the wii it's and not like they made you a whole new those, game they just improved they upon took an this already idea awesome game. yeah they took the idea of exploration and action and took it to that next step visually and with new weapons and then they made it more uh easier to explore and a bigger map and then they took it to a different map with like Wind Waker, and they took it to an even different, more different nap with Skyward Sword. Um, and really just it blew this game up into its the, the franchise that it is now, which is 
stunning. Um, other anything else drop wise? I think that was it for me drop wise. But I do want not to talk more about items. Yeah, let's because get into there items. Were, there were some interesting items, some classic items. Yep. Um, the flute, the flute, the bombs, the bow and arrow. Is the flute really an original item? I mean, like classic. Well, like just. A musical instrument, okay, I guess. Okay, um, All right, that I can agree with, because I, I don't know if a flute shows up in anything other than maybe Link's Awakening. No, that's probably true. There's a, like the ocarina, which Link but in the, the Past has. The ones that I'm thinking of that are more brand new to me, yeah. um, one being, because I found my note finally, this is the one that was guarded by like 10 of those blue shield guys. Oh, yeah. The Raft. Yep. Um, never seen that before. <laughs> You only use it a couple times. Like twice, really. Two or three. Yeah, once to get a heart, I think. Yep. And then once, once to go to a castle. To go to a castle. And I think those are the only two times you really use the raft. There's time, the ladder thing, which goes across one square. That's Which yes, you that's use right. a lot more. Yes, the ladder. The other item that I'm specifically thinking of. And then the magic wand we've discussed, yep. which when you get, also get the Bible, becomes then a magic fire wand. Yeah. Um,. Those were some cool items that the magic wand is in a couple. Is in Link to the Past. Is there a magic wand? Am I remembering that correctly? In Link to the Past, there's there's the fire rod and the fire ice rod. rod. So there's okay. two there rods, rods that are yes. magic abilities. Um, but is is the raft like a wind waker thing? It's, I I would imagine it seems like I feel. I like mean, it, clearly, then you like you obviously picture, need cartoon, it. Cartoon paper Zelda. I mean, the raft really, I think, was just to like create a water adventure. I mean, when we talk about like the the future games, you then get the ability to swim instead of riding a raft okay. in most future games, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think. The raft was like the way to create a divider, I think, in just how you could or where you could explore earlier in the game. Um, Not that it prevented much, but it prevented a little. The candle. I mean, boomerang's a classic item. The candle. I feel like there's something against... Is it a... It's not a candle, though, but is there something similar in Link to the Past where you have some, like, a torch or something? You got a torch, yep. You got a, a lantern. Um. Yeah, you get the power bracelet, which really you don't use much in this, but that lets you move certain rock things. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So that was a classic. Um, I totally forgot about this, but this thing came in clutch when it came in. When you would kill enemies and they drop the magical clock, and you pretty much become invincible and they freeze in place. True. Can't tell you there was a few areas where that came in, and I was like, if I didn't have this, I would be done. Um, the, oh, and then the other one, the magical key, yes. which I found to be kind of useless because I was racking up the keys. So I think when I got it, I had, that was one of the items I went back for. And so I went back and got it and still had before I got it five or six keys. Uh, yeah, definitely the same. But now, I don't think five or six keys would have gotten me through the last castle. And that's the thing that when I finished it i knew that if i didn't have that i was going to be doing a lot of work at gans castle yeah but, so um yeah it was interesting to uh to find that when i still had a buttload of keys yeah. in my inventory 
All right, so you get the normal boomerang, the, the long boomerang, or the magic boomerang, I think it's called. Uh, you have the regular bow and arrow, and then you get the silver arrows. That's like the last mm-hmm. upgrade you get. Mm-hmm. Um, the whistle, which you had to use on one of the bosses, of the bosses yeah. which I thought, in, to be perfectly honest, I thought was stupid. Um, I wish you just had to have like a boss fight. It, outside in the overworld teleports you i don't know if there's an order i don't know if there's any rhyme or reason because i felt like i used it and i was going random places i don't think there's an order but it will only take you to dungeons you've already beaten correct which one of the things that i liked about this was when you hit it because i accidentally hit it a few times in the overworld you could avoid that whirlwind teleportation which is something you can do in a link to the past when you use the ocarina to call the duck in to help you fly or whatever that animal is yeah uh so i I, yeah (laughs) i thought it was funny that you could avoid this too yes because we are uh we will be talking final fantasy 2 very soon so i had to get that reference in there um Speaking of, there was one other time you had to use it to drain the lake to get into one of the dungeons. That's true, which I thought was a good idea. Yes. And I was like, all right, then now now I felt like it was useful. No, I assume I didn't do this, but I, so there are some of those caves you go into where they offer to tell you a secret for 10, 20, 40 rupees. Yeah, I found one that wanted 100. I assume <laughs> one of those must tell you to blow the whistle because, like, I just did it because, again, I was looking at a map yep. of the overworld. Yeah, I don't know what the, all those things So, I said. mean, you had to use your rupees in this game. I right? have to honestly say that some of the statements that you were even given inside of the castles were so... Dumb. Cryptic that I'm not 100% sure what I was supposed to do with it. Some of them, yeah. And I was like, I don't know what you mean by this. But okay. Um, one of them did make me realize. Oh. I don't know how late. In, how which dungeon was Snake, the Snake map? Ooh, I don't know to be honest. That was the one where I realized that the dungeons actually had the maps are shaped a certain way yeah. because the guy said there's a secret in the tip of the nose. Yep. Yeah, I noticed that they all had shapes and knew that they had those titles, but didn't realize always what those things were. It is also something in cool. the manual, and I did think it was cool. It was cool components it's a different idea to really like try and dictate the area that way and even um death mountain was the skull skull yeah yeah. with secrets in the eyes of the skull yep and that's what i i one of the things i forgot about this that there are even some parts of some of the early ones where you could bomb a wall or find a secret that was not Not part of the map map. on the map and it didn't show up on your map when you paused the game no um, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about because we were, we were talking about the like the hints that these people give you in yes. the castle, and I didn't mean to do this. Someone gave me a hint, and I was like going to like hit pause and like do something, and I kind of just like w- grabbed my controller with one hand and hit the A button. I shoot the you laser the at the guy, guy yeah. and the guy starts firing back yeah. at me, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Did you did you <laughs> just run away? Did you try and kill? I imagine this was reminded me of the the Kukos. Yep. You just hit them enough that they go nuts. Well, and I feel like every every Zelda game has this. So yeah. in that one has there's games that have that. There's uh, Link's Awakening where you can steal from like the store, yeah. and then you're the thief. And like there's all these little small things, and I'm like, what the? F-? I, didn't, I, I didn't. I didn't mean, mean to. to. I've done it without meaning to, for sure. 
Because and so again, I left the room and came, I had to go back through that power one. up sword. Yeah. And I think there was one specifically, like, at the I, end, when you get to Zelda, no. and the fire is blocking Yes. Out, and I was like, okay, only because I have accidentally hit merchants yep. or old, the old man, I am going to be very careful about how I fucking get rid of the fire here because I don't want to shoot Zelda in the face after I just saved her with my sword. I know somebody who had beaten the game and got there and walked into the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about having to do it. I don't know if they had to defeat Ganon again or what, but man, that must have been a pain. But that, yeah, I shot the old guy, had to like progress through the room to the left, had to come back, and then I was like, terrified because i was like is this guy gonna just yeah, start shooting yeah. at me and he doesn't but i was like what i didn't mean to right and then later later in the game when i was really exploring with the bread candle and i was burning bushes i was finding all these like areas and i was like yes like this is why i wanted the red candle early like this is why mm-hmm. what i wanted from this game was to like just light everything up where is the red candle isn't it in a late it's dungeon? one of the late dungeons and that was my literally the my comment was Red candle would have made exploration easier slash more enjoyable. Why such a late item to find? Now, can you... Is that a dungeon that you can't really... Like, some dungeons you can kind of... I don't get know. into most of the dungeons. I don't know. You can't always progress very far in them, depending. Yeah. I don't remember if it was one that you could do early and not have that big of an issue. Like, the ladder for... Once you get the ladder, you can go pretty much anywhere. Yes. But the ladder you have to but go first. But again, there because are... I ran away from the ladder, I believe. No, it's the raft. Never mind. But There are. Normally, there's bombable areas and exploration areas where there's, like, the bandits, and he's like, it's a secret to everyone, and it's, like, ten rubies, whatever yeah. it is. At least it's money. There are also these jackass old men who, when you burn the bush to go into their place and find them hiding down there... <laughs> they charge you a fee. Take away your money for destroying the door. Yeah. Fuck that. That made me so angry. I was like, now I don't want to explore. I don't want to play this game because you're stealing my rubies. Not that I needed to buy anything. Yeah. I was just like, what the hell? But I like gambling with my rubies. That was fun. There was gambling? Yeah. There, the one, Some of the guys, you go into the old man and there's the, the three choices of rubies. And oh, I did find time. that. Yeah. If you pick... Two of them will take away more rubies, yeah. and one will give you rubies. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not that type of player. I only did it twice. Yeah, I did it once and lost rubies. I did it the second time and I won more back than I lost. And, and I was like, watched. all right, I'm, I've played enough blackjack in my life to know to leave when you're on top. Yeah, but it was fun for the two rounds that I played. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was the. I think it was eight pieces of the Triforce that you get at the end of the various. Does, is it nine? I think it's nine. It might be eight. But there's nine dungeons. Yeah, and you get one right before. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nope, there's eight pieces. Eight, okay. Then that really bothers me. I would have been okay with nine, but it is still called the Triforce. But it's, so it's, it's not the Triforce itself. It's very specifically the tri, like the part that the is just thing, wisdom. It's been the triforce has been broken up into yeah. So it's just thing. the wisdom part that's been broken into those eight pieces. Fine, I guess. Yeah, because Link is still supposed to have his cor- courage, and Ganon still has his power part of the triforce, and Ganon somehow took 
Zelda's Triforce and broke it into those eight pieces. Well, I think, Which I think is on, in, in the story. Story, I believe that Zelda breaks it up knowing that Ganon is coming for her. Okay. So she breaks it up and hides it for Zelda, for Link to then find, if I remember reading the story plot correctly. I won't argue with it. I don't know what the exact story is. Um, it's broken into pieces in, in castles. Yes. <laughs> Right. Or just down a flight of stairs. <laughs> down a flight of stairs. Um, yeah, I mean, other than Ganon and Ganon's castle, I'm... I, that, I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, that's about... Uh, that's the last note I have left is Ganon and uh, returning to Zelda, as we've referenced a couple times that people are probably like... Oh, that's yeah, true. What, what true. I'm glad you Zelda brought that up because so. I would have forgotten. <laughs> All right, so Ganon's castle was a uh, very different from the others. It was much more complicated, I think. Significant. Yeah. I, I Big it jump. got to a point where, without a like real setup of a map by yourself or like a map that you've looked up, the amount of rooms that you had to bomb, the amount of teleportation within the map itself, from like you went down this set of stairs and you're over here on this side and then back yes. again. There was a lot. Yeah, and I, I, I think you said too. We we both accidentally found Ganon before found we pretty, wanted pretty to. Pretty easily, yeah. honestly. Like first try, I didn't have to backtrack ever. Yeah, I, I just happened to go the correct direction every single time. Found Ganon immediately. I could not fucking find that man again without looking up a map and like zooming into every box to yep. be like, I gotta go this way, yep. then that way, then then bomb this. And I was like, this is. How did I do this by accident? So I tried to use the map only when I was really confused as to how I was somewhere or what I was supposed to really be going because I feel like there was a few like dead end kind of areas. But I knew that if I did die, at least like the right outside of the castle, there was a place where you could buy a potion. So there was a spot like near, really close nearby that I was like, all right, like, so I went in the first time really just exploring, blowing things up, doing things got to a point where i used my potion eventually died after i had found i think the red ring and then was like all right i don't know where the hell i'm supposed to go next and what i'm supposed to do so bought a new potion full health went back in yeah and actually this is where i realized i was an idiot because i bought the red potion and then like got to the the entrance is like all right i'm not walking in here with three yeah and so i used the red potion then i had only the blue potion i was like I should have just bought the blue potion, got full health, mm. and then bought the red one. Makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, that's where what I was at. Do? Must have been a Friday. Yeah, I know. Couldn't do math. You explore this castle, and it's got some difficult spots. Yes. It's got some spots really you can just walk through the next door if you know where you're going or what to do. But there are spots, like you said, where it's a staircase with a diamond of bricks around it that you can't move until you kill every enemy in the room annoying yeah but i agree you know it's the it's the final boss dungeon so difficulty definitely ramped up yes um do you want to talk about anything else in the castle because i do want to talk about ganon a little bit um i i like it's a very again knowing coming back to uh, Ocarina of Time and just the, the dungeon complexity and 
aside from, I believe, everyone, everyone's favorite, of course, is the Water Temple. Um, amazing Ocarina of Time dungeon. <laughs> or worst uh, dungeon of all time. Um, water levels are always the worst. Um, but it, again, it's a precursor to just how complex and puzzle-oriented some of these dungeons eventually get in, in future Zelda games. So yeah. like, I appreciated that, and I really liked how big and the different... The, even, again, with every new dungeon, there was some sort of different new mechanic that was just... Um, very well done yeah and again this is like one of those things of you and i both came in with most of all of the possible upgrades you could have come in with pretty much nothing you could have come in with three hearts like you can do all these things why anybody would or could i don't i don't fully know because i'm not that skilled but it's interesting to think that this game in 86 and jumping all the way to breath of the wild where you can go and fight ganon from the beginning aren't that far apart in yeah. ideas and abilities and yeah. like all those things. It's crazy in my mind that you can have that like almost a 30 year gap of gaming and still the similar result or possibility of result. Yeah, I mean, there's, there you can go in with, you can, you can upgrade hearts. You can have your boomerang, your bombs. Like there aren't massively different. Again, they just sort of expanded on it. Like you can, make more items like build stuff mm. but but it's not a significant amount of new stuff no. it's just building on stuff that already existed it's really cool it is it's so cool that that's that's something you could do um so ganon yes what are your thoughts on ganon because so, i have some <laughs> yes um i mean i know what i did to beat him I don't know if it's the only way to beat him. I'm interested to hear how you beat him, just to see if it's what I did, or so, I didn't if you know the things I noticed, or I what the deal was. Didn't know what to do other than I needed the silver arrow. Okay. And so I went you in. Do I need the silver arrow. I I had most health, but went in, and I think he just disappears immediately and starts shooting. Fireball like fireballs at you, at you. and I don't even know if you can block them because I don't think I did or could. Um, I didn't. And all I all I kept doing was just mashing A. Oh yeah, I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. So, I launched a couple arrows, nothing happened. It was like so what he the hell? Is invisible and also teleporting. Yep. Himself, and each time he teleports, I believe I don't even know because you can't tell because he's invisible. If he fires the fireball at you when he first teleports or like as he's leaving to go from one teleportation yep. spot to another don't know so it's not like you can like see the fireball pop up and be like oh swing right here he's right here yep i'm just swinging wildly and i'm like well uh, i'm kind of walking in a, a small circle i tried like wandering oh, i the room, stayed in like, I was like a no let me just stay in one spot space yeah um, and other than to possibly avoid a fireball that I knew I could avoid, I pretty even if I yes. knew I couldn't, there were some times where I just took the hit. Yeah. So he is greenish, right? Originally, yeah. And uh, so you swing wildly and eventually get lucky and hit him, and he's still green. I think the third time... He turns brown. He turns brown. Yep. Is that when you're supposed to just shoot... 
I don't know. Silver arrows at him, or were you? I think I kept hitting him or shoot and shooting arrows at him. I don't even like it he's happens turn, he so turns fast and stays there longer, right? Yes. When you hit him when he's green, he just kind of like disappears again, and but then you yeah. know that you've hit him. But when he turns brown, he 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 stays visible for a short period of time. No, um, and I I didn't do anything the first time he turned brown. I was like, oh, turned brown. That's interesting. Did I did I kill him? And then disappears again. I was like, fuck, I probably should have kept hitting him or something. Um, so I made him turn brown twice. And then the second time, shot him with one. Yeah. One. Two. I think I hit him with uh, two. I think arrows, I hit him with one. one. And that was it. Um, I didn't know it had to be a silver arrow, but I'm happy that I did like my thing of I want to complete the whole dungeon yeah. and get all the items. Yeah, because that's one you had to find in there. Yeah, but it was one of those things of like, it, the difficulty jacked up because you didn't know anything. You couldn't see anything. You couldn't predict anything. Yeah. But I felt like it was a... I almost wanted... I would almost rather have had, like, him teleport, shoot something at me, and me either have to avoid it or hit him. Or, like, I just want... I wanted more out of that fight from what we got in the earlier fights. Yeah, I'm also used to Ganon having a second form. Yep. So I was like... I beat the first form. I mean, you beat him. But... He turns into a pile of dust. And I found a great, like picture online that i posted with my like the instagram of this game and it's just like a pile of what looks like poop blood like i don't know what it was ash i don't know yeah i just i thought i walked in and i was like yes let's go and i just felt like i was attacking nothing yeah and then not even knowing if i was hitting or supposed to shoot an arrow or what yeah i mean totally fine like it was a a interesting new mechanic fun experience i think just a second like i said a second second form or would have just done that much more Well, this is also when he's only yeah he is only ganon Ganon, so he's he's not ganon dwarf where he's got that right massive power like withheld or something yeah it doesn't have to be a whole transformation it could be then now that he's visible to you but moving around the screen really fast yeah or something yeah that's true um you defeat him you walk in the next door you poke don't a couple fires into the fire and don't i still don't know what happened you can shoot through you're like your laser sword shoots through the fire oh yeah i would not so don't you were good enough to have full health at that point huh didn't you when you picked up the triforce i don't know you didn't get i don't I don't, if I did have that, uh-huh. I didn't even recognize it, and I didn't know that I could have possibly killed Zelda. I don't know if you can. Oh, you wouldn't try. risk it. I'm not going to. I didn't want to. But just. You go in, you save yeah. her, you see some credits roll by. Yeah. And there was like eight people, not even, that worked on this game. It was like a, one yeah. of the shortest credit screens yeah. I've seen in a while. Definitely. Um, and you get a little note about Zelda. Yes. And the note that comes with this is that if you want to, which I think this is absolutely, again, mind-boggling, if you want to, you can play a second version of the game with different dungeons, or at least dungeon locations, and different map kind of setup if you use the name Zelda when you go to the character select screen. Yes. So... 
I've never looked at that map. I've I'm gonna never, have to at some I've point never played that. it, <laughs> and I've never gone anywhere with it. Because legitimately, I knew about it, but I've never known the name to play or put in or the top, like the password to put in. And I didn't know. I've never done a thing with it. Now, so, sorry, I was. Uh, you might have said this because I was trying to look i did look at the credits by the way it's nine people but two of them are repeated so i think it's literally seven people that worked on this game yeah um so you beat the game you can can't you just pick your character that just beat the game and it does the maybe i don't know i i know that if you use the name zelda that that will work so i believe the trick is actually if you haven't beaten the game you can just turn it on for the very first time and type in the name zelda and it will jump you straight to Quest two, quest two, yeah. second quest. Yeah, but if you beat the game, you just click on the guy who already the character you already beat the game with, yeah. and it will jump. Do the same. I think, I think that's my understanding from what I've read. But um, at some point, we are going to have to revisit this game and revisit play second quest. Second I think. quest. I just think it's mind-boggling that again, with everything else that they've already done, they fit legitimately two adventures in. Mm-hmm. And that's a, um, this is again a, as I've said a few times, uh, Souls games are one of my favorites, and that's a big mechanic on those, is you beat the game and you get the new game, or the new game plus, or the new game plus plus. And so knowing again that aspect, and also just the open world aspect, comes from this game right here, um, was very cool, very awesome, um big bonus to doing this podcast just learning more about the history of video games oh yeah um super pumped uh at that point are you yeah uh thoughts on a scale on a rating do we want to make this one simple so that it's got something realistic or do we want to go crazy and obnoxious and if so what are we doing 255 I like 255. 255, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't have much. I mean, we've done eight a lot, I feel like, and there's the eight pieces of the Triforce, but That's I feel true. like we've done eight for a couple different games. Yeah. Um, nine for the different dungeons is not that much different from eight. No. Um, 16 bombs is how many you can all... I like 255. Okay. Uh, 255, you got something in mind? think so i think my rating's gonna surprise you even though i've loved discussing this game yeah that's what i'm trying to i'm trying not to like uh i mean fuck it it's just a funny rating system that we're doing on a podcast but i don't want to like no it's serious this is the most <laughs> serious thing we do <laughs> every ah. time i don't want to like uh we're being judged for how we judge a 35 plus year old game you know people are gonna like get in the comments section and tell us we're the worst human beings ever well we are not (laughs) all right are you ready yeah okay go for it (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm ready um i'm gonna give it a 143 wow as much fun as i had i had more fun just connecting this game to the future games that's true i didn't love how difficult it was to find things i didn't love how much i felt i relied on a walkthrough um 
and how difficult it was to figure things out, even little things in this game. I see where the game wanted to go. And obviously we've seen that change in all the new games. But I just, if you were to sit there and say, hey, do you want to play this again? No, I don't. Do I want to play Quest 2? With a walkthrough, sure, I'll play it. But in reality is, I don't, I don't have the time to make my own map or the ability to explore these places well. Because you run through bombs in five seconds. You have the blue stupid candle, which burns one bush at a time. So I don't want to use the blue candle to go look for hearts or, you know, places to buy things. I want the red candle now. And then I'll go look for those things. I, I just don't have... Other than somebody who wants to go and play and, like, recognize the history of The Legend of Zelda, right. I would never tell them to go play this game. I would okay. say, hey, go and play. And again, I would probably go with... Honestly, I think I would go with, like, a Wind Waker because I think it's it's friendly enough gameplay-wise. A Legend of Zelda Link to the Past um, of the games that I've played, at least. I've heard of other ones that are good starting points in the play of the game, but, mm-hmm. man, I would not recommend people go and play this unless they are looking for the nostalgia, unless they are looking for the history and the beginnings and that origin. Or unless there, I mean, there are plenty of people who enjoy playing games with a walkthrough. Yes, if you um, like, don't mind a walkthrough. This is this is a great game for with a walkthrough. So, I my score goes like drastically up with walkthrough. This game is like two hundred plus. Yeah, without okay. walkthrough, and again, I wanted to play this not forcibly having to use walkthrough. Most of the Zelda games I've played. Mm-hmm including Breath of the Wild. Not that I have 100% Breath of the Wild, but I think this is the only time I've truly used a walkthrough in a Zelda game. Okay. Um, yes, I definitely... Um, that, that was my whole struggle, was because we just sat here and talked about how amazing the game the was. game still is <laughs> but the reality is it's kind of like that replayability i could sit and listen to that music all day yes but i i, I needed to be reminded of some of the flaws because there there are few of them but they are devastating yep. to the game yeah um it's just like where gaming is now like uh, again like i can think of some nes games where these are not the struggles I could pick it up and I could play it and it's a good game. It's clean. The controls are great. You know, music's great and boom, done. So I didn't, I definitely didn't use a walkthrough. What I used, the only thing I needed was just a map of the overworld. Yeah. Um, which I kind of, I want a map. I guess I didn't want it numbered. Nah, I don't see what the difference that would make really. Um, the map was the only, like, you needed the map, again, because, yeah. like I said, and like you said, the stuff that's hidden is, like, just, it's completely hidden. There's no hint, there's no, unless it's, again, maybe I need to look at what the hints from all the old people, like, if you But even them, I, I only found one of them. Um, I guess And I know you too. found a few of them, or more than I did, at least, or, but I... Um, feel like some of them could have been like hard to make your you know increase your health yeah, and we like possible. well that's duh <laughs> um but that's really i think that's the only flaw to me is just the fact that some stuff is hidden to the again it's a big factor it's very difficult like you can't 
advance in the game without yeah. it. But just having an overworld map, um, everything else about the game was very enjoyable and I am going to give a bit of a rating based on the nostalgia. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'll say 180 out of 255, um, will be my, my rupee score. Uh, I, I also, I agree with your recommendation wise. Um, you know, if you want to play this game for nostalgia to get the history of Zelda, or if you don't mind pulling something open, if you want to be able to kind of walk into a game and just like, I want to explore and figure it out, uh, this one's got too much, like, it's just too much effort to put, like, you're going to yeah. have to go buy a bajillion bombs, which you can only hold eight of at a time. So that definitely pull, holds it back. Yeah. Um, obviously, that is updated and fixed um, in future games. Um, but for this one here... Uh, that that's where I will will put my rating at. Fair enough, fair enough, dude. Uh, again, I mean, even though I, I feel like I just beat on it a lot right there, that was that that game is an adventure itself, and it's it's something I'm glad we went back and played. Um, it definitely does give me some of that nostalgia. I l- love listening to the music in all of the areas, um, and I'm glad that this is one that I I can put on like my checkbox of I've I've beaten it. Yes. Um I do think I will and we will at some point go through quest 2 and I'm going to do I I want to find a way where I'm not using a walkthrough and when with that I feel like I can go back and almost either re-rate this or give myself a better idea of where I am but I felt like I was just so reliant on that but we shall see where that happens. Yeah, and what yeah. other Zelda games we go and explore? Yes, I definitely feel like you being able to check that one off the box, I feel a little less, uh, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word, but I I know now that I shouldn't be calling myself as big a Zelda fan as I do, because I need to get more of it down. Yeah. Um, But I still will always say that Ocarina of Time is my all-time favorite game. Great game. I I will go that far, and I won't try and uh, overhype myself any more than that. All right. We'll get to some of those 64 versions as well at some point in this podcast. Um, Anything else you want to add before we do our last little bit? Um. I'll just say, again, I think I mentioned this, um, Final Fantasy II is coming next. Yeah. Uh, we already know that that one, we are planning to be a, a two-parter. At least a two-parter. At least two-parter. it might turn we'll see where we go. Yep. Um, and by Final Fantasy II, I mean the, uh, it's a weird system there. Like yeah. It's it two different games sometimes. I, I'm going to call it Final Fantasy II, and you call me whatever you want to call me, internet, but... It's the one with uh, Cecil, the Dark Knight, and it's the Final Fantasy II, the Super Nintendo version, I believe, is how you. I'm from North America, it. and yeah. that's all I know. So, so uh, <laughs> that's the number they gave me, and that's yes. what I'm calling it. Uh, all right. If you've uh, enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe, leave us a review, follow us on Instagram at Did You Play That. Uh, watch our walkthroughs, our playthroughs. I can't call it a walkthrough because I'm not that skilled and share it with a friend. Uh, We'd greatly appreciate it. And until next time, adios, people.